Welcome to the Lyrics and Life podcast. We appreciate your feedback and support, so please leave us a rating and a review. It helps us reach more people and share our passion. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at lyricsandlife.online or visit our website at www.lyricsandlife.online. Let's get this episode started and discover the magic of lyrics and life. So welcome to episode 35. In this episode, we will be discussing World Needs Jesus by River Valley Worship. And this song is from the album Million Lifetimes and was released in 2018. River Valley Worship is the worship band from River Valley Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The song was written by Aaron Johnson, Evan John, Ryan Williams, and Wesley Schrock. The song was inspired by significant world events over the past several years. And the song expresses the longing for God's intervention and healing in a broken world. World Needs Jesus is an inspiring song that emphasizes the need for hope and positivity in the world. The lyrics convey a message of love, unity, and the transformative power of faith. The catchy melody and uplifting rhythm create a sense of joy and encouragement, making it a song that resonates with its listeners. It serves as a reminder of the positive impact that Jesus and spirituality can have on our lives and the world around us. All right, we're going to kick off our commentary with verse 1. And that says, When our homes are hit by heartbreak, let your presence meet us here. When the pain seems overwhelming, we hold on to you. So the first verse really talks about turning to God in difficult times. Like they said, when our homes face heartbreak. Some of that heartbreak could be loss of a loved one, grief, betrayal, divorce. It asks for God's presence to be with us during those tough moments. When life feels too painful, the lyrics encourage holding on to faith as a source of strength. Psalm 46.1 in the Bible says, God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. This verse highlights the idea that God serves as a place of shelter and source of strength for those facing difficulties or challenges. The verse emphasizes the assurance that God is always there to provide assistance and support during times of trouble. So when I think of the song, I think of the situation with Cadence when she had her surgery and the complications that we all had with that. God met us in this pain. We put all of our faith in God and knew to just stay calm and peaceful because he had control of the situation. As she was recovering, the nurses all were amazed with how calm Barry and I both were. They commented that most parents would be freaking out right now, but we didn't. Why? Because we prayed and we knew he had this. He kept us at peace, which kept the whole situation at peace and had such a great outcome. God's presence and peace were definitely with us throughout the whole stay at the hospital. So I'm going to ask you some questions for you to reflect on your own experiences and your own feelings. Have you ever faced a situation of heartbreak or pain in your home or family? And how did you cope with it? How do you seek God's presence in times of trouble? What are some ways that you can invite God into your situation and trust him with your pain? How do you hold on to God's promises when you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? 
What are some verses or songs that remind you of God's faithfulness and love? Those are some very powerful questions that Katrina just stated. And if you have any answers to those and you want to share it with us, you can free uh, do so freely on our website or on our on blog posts or social media or whatever you want. So we would appreciate you guys answering those. So we're going to move on to verse 2. And verse 2 goes, When the streets are torn by chaos, we will be your hands and feet. When the darkness brings division, may we be your light. In this verse, we hear the reality and the responsibility that we face as Christians in a world that is torn by chaos and division. Violence, hatred, and injustice have affected our streets over the last several years. The enemy has done a pretty good job trying to rob us of our joy and peace. But God has called us to be his hands and his feet by showing love and reconciliation. Jesus taught us how to be humble, forgiving, patient, and empathetic. His light shines in the darkness and overcomes it. We should be doing everything we can to be the reflection of light. People are looking for the light in every direction. And they just can't name what that is. And the name should be Jesus. John 8.12 says, I am the light in the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And then John 12, 46 says, I have come as a light to shine in the dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. As I see the chaos and division that tear our streets and our society apart, my heart hurts for the people who are suffering and hurting because of the violence and hatred that plague our world. The media does not help fan those flames either. That is why I do not watch the news, and I suggest that maybe you turn off that toxicity as well. But that's at your discretion. Instead, try to talk with people on a normal basis and realize that, the mo- that most of us want the same thing. We all want to live in peace, to be kind, and to be loved. We all have a common sense of morality and respect for each other. But I also know that these things are not enough. We need something more, something higher, something greater, something with more substance. We need Jesus. He's the only one that can heal our wounds, mend our brokenness, and restore our relationships. He's the only one that can give us true peace, kindness, and love. He's the only one that can make us whole. And he calls us to follow him, to be his hands and his feet, to be the instruments of grace and truth in the world. He calls us to be his light, shining in the darkness and overcoming it. All right, so we're going to move on to chorus one. And that says, because we know our world needs Jesus. We know that our world needs freedom. So give us eyes to see the hurting and the broken and let our lives align with every word you say. The chorus, the world needs Jesus expresses a strong belief that our world is in need of Jesus and the freedom that comes with faith. It calls for awareness by asking for eyes to see those who are suffering and broken. The lyrics encourage not just recognizing the struggles around us, but also taking action by letting our lives reflect the teachings of Jesus. It emphasizes the importance of living out the values and to love and love that Jesus taught 
turning our worlds into meaningful actions for a better world. In essence, the chorus inspires a commitment to make a positive impact on others through love and compassion. And I think of how, as a family, we try to show love and compassion. And when I think of this chorus, and I, I think of what our family did at Christmas. At Christmas time, we were trying to teach our kids about giving to others in need. I told them that they were going to get less for Christmas, but that I would take that money we saved from not buying them so many gifts and buy stuff for others who are less fortunate. I gave the idea of making blessing bags for our local warming shelter or homeless shelter. We decided to put items in there like beef sticks, hand warmers, socks, hats, gloves, scarves, and a gift card so they could get a hot meal. The kids all helped put these bags together and insisted that they would get to hand them out themselves on Christmas Day so those people also had something to open. When Christmas Day arrived, they were quite nervous and told us how this was totally out of their comfort zone, to which we said, it's okay to be out of your comfort zone and that we are all doing this together. It didn't take too long. A few people had conversations with us, but most were just quiet. On the car ride home, the kids expressed how great they felt inside by being able to help someone. They were pretty emotional. It was a proud moment where the kids could see how people act towards you when you care for them and you love them. They were showing the love that Jesus would towards other, towards others. The world is in need of Jesus. The world is in need of individuals who love on others instead of hating on others. The world is in need of people who help others instead of hurting others. The world is in need of people who show the love of Jesus for others without expecting anything in return. The world just needs Jesus. And again, I'm going to ask you some questions. What are some of the issues or problems that you see or hear about in the world today that show the need for Jesus and his freedom? How do they affect you or others? How do you see or hear God's voice and heart for the world? How do you dis discern his will and word for your life and the world? How do you align your life with God's world and will? What are some practical ways that you can show God's love and justice to the hurting and the broken in your community or beyond? So we're going to move on to verse 3 now. And verse 3 goes, When the nations ache from violence, we will be your blessed peace. When the headlines scream injustice, may we shout your name. Verse 3 echoes the same theme and message of verse 2, but just maybe on a little bit of a larger scale. It talks about the violence and injustice that afflict nations and the world, mainly war. It also reminds us of the calling of, and our responsibility as Christians to be peacemakers, to be the people who are known by our peace and who offer a refuge from the chaos. Jesus' name should be our ultimate focus and priority, the one we worship and praise, the one we pray to and trust in. He's the only one who can bring true justice and mercy to the world. He's the only one who can heal the wounds and restore the hope of nations. And he invites us to join him in his mission, to be his agents of grace and truth, to be his shouters of his name. He invites us to be his answer for the world. Romans 12, 18 says, do not do all that. Sorry. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. 
And Romans 15, 13 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And Psalm 66, 1 through 2 says, Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of his name and tell the world how glorious he is. So I want to end my commentary on, on verse 3 here to encourage you to have kind of like a call to action or a motivation to live in peace and to continue to pray for our loved ones and our leadership, not just in our communities or in your home, but in all our nations, but mainly just in your communities because your local community is where you have the biggest impact. We have a mandate to go out into all the world and preach the gospel of Christ. Why? Because he is our salvation and our hope. All right, so moving on to the bridge. It says, So let every heart turn to Jesus. Let every voice sing of your great name. Let all the earth know your freedom, because we believe for more. The bridge of this song is a call, a call for everyone to turn their hearts to Jesus. This symbolizes a collective embrace of faith and spirituality. It encourages people to use their voice, voices to sing praises and honor the greatness of Jesus' name. The mention of let all the earth know your freedom, that implies a desire for awareness of the liberating and the positive aspects that come from following Jesus. The bridge shows a sense of belief in something greater, and it emphasizes the idea that there is more to be achieved or experienced through faith. It is a declaration of hope and a conviction that by turning to Jesus, we can bring positive change, not only to individual lives, but also to the entire world. The phrase, we believe for more, that suggests an optimistic outlook, envisioning a future filled with the transformative power of faith. The bridge serves as a powerful moment in the song. It serves as a collective turning towards Jesus, a united voice in praise, and a shared aspiration for a world touched by the freedom and belief in something greater than ourselves. John 14, 6 states, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In the song, the bridge encourages every heart to turn to Jesus and every voice to sing of his great name, which echoes the truth that is revealed in John 14, 6, that Jesus is the way to God and through him we find freedom and life. And Galatians 5, 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened against by a yoke of slavery. This verse emphasizes the idea that through Christ, believers are set free, encouraging them to stand firm in that freedom and avoid being burdened by past struggles or constraints. Personally, my life completely changed since I turned to Jesus. During Cadence's time in the hospital, I turned my life to Jesus. I started a personal relationship with him and I haven't turned back. I haven't turned back to the world. The things I consider important in my life are very different than they were before. The people who are important in my life have changed since I turned to Jesus. The way I act towards people has changed since I turned to Jesus. And it's 
insane how many things have changed, but by turning to Jesus, it has been life-changing. I love differently. I hope differently. What is important is different. It all is different because now I have hope and my hope is in Jesus. The coolest thing about this song is it actually has a chorus too that does a revamping of the words from the normal chorus into a quieter chorus that ends the song. And that chorus goes, because I know that I need you, Jesus, and I know this heart needs healing. So from my knees, I lift this prayer to you, my Savior, for my life and for the world. You're the answer, Jesus. So in this chorus, we hear the heart and the voice of the song. It reveals our need for Jesus and his healing in our lives. We have been wounded and broken by sin and suffering, and we need his touch and transformation. Our dependence and devotion needs to be on him as our Savior and Lord. And we rely on his grace and power, and we surrender to his will and plan. The chorus also states our belief and confidence in him as the answer for our lives and for the world. He is the only one who can satisfy our deepest desires and solve our biggest problems. He's the only one who can save us from save us and the world. It ends with a simple but powerful declaration of his name, Jesus. He is the name above every name, the name that has the authority and the ability to change everything. He's a name that we love and praise. And to wrap up this chorus up a little bit more, and this is going to kind of tie into the conclusion. So two years ago, I heard God calling me to just come. He wanted me to draw closer to him, to trust him more, to follow him. But for some odd reason, I hesitated. I thought I was good. Like I had a relationship with him, but he wanted me to go even deeper. He wanted me to experience his healing and provision in my life. He wanted me to see him as the answer to my brokenness. And he is. He is the answer to everything. No matter what the world throws our way, he is the answer and he will always be the answer. And this requires a daily surrender, a daily renewal of our mind. We need to let go of our own plans and agendas and embrace his will and purpose. We need to fill our minds with the word and his truth and reject the lies and distractions of the world. So in simple speaking here, we need to just come to him. Every day, every moment, every breath. Why? Because he is the absolute answer. So World Needs Jesus by River Valley Worship is a song filled with uplifting messages about the transformative power of faith, hope, and love. The lyrics remind us to turn to Jesus in times of heartbreak, finding strength and solace in his presence. The chorus emphasizes the acknowledgement that our world needs Jesus and the freedom that comes with faith, encouraging us to see and address the struggles of those around us. The bridge calls us for a turning of hearts to Jesus. Using our voices to proclaim his great name and aspiring for a world that knows the freedom found in faith. As we move into a new week, carry the spirit of this song and put its inspiring messages into practice. Take a moment each day to reflect on the hope and positivity that faith brings. 
Consider how you can be a source of comfort and support to those facing difficulties, just as the song suggests. Actively look for the opportunities to make a positive impact on others, letting your life reflect the teachings of Jesus. In the middle of your daily activities, remember the chorus of the song, that our world needs Jesus and freedom. Share words of encouragement to be kind to others and strive to create an atmosphere of love and acceptance. The bridge calls to let every heart turn to Jesus and every voice sing of his great name. And that can guide your interactions and decisions throughout your week. We're just going to take a moment here to close this podcast episode with a prayer. And that prayer goes, Dear Father, we thank you for the inspiring message within World Needs Jesus. As we go into this upcoming week, help us embody the hope, love, and freedom that faith in Jesus brings. Open our eyes to see the hurting and the broken, and guide us in becoming followers of the Lord who gives comfort and support. May our lives reflect your teachings, and may our actions speak louder than our words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.